0: What we believe is that there is a part of the immune system that, from an evolutionary point of view, was sort of developed to tackle parasites, and that's called type 2 immunity. But in the Western world, we have now come to a stage where there really aren't that many parasites, and this part of the immune system is a bit redundant, it's a bit bored. And it's led to the idea, the so-called hygiene hypothesis, that there is this sort of massive increase in the number of people with allergies and asthma because of this bored part of the immune system that now starts reacting to things it shouldn't react to like pollen or different foods and so on and asthma is really an extension of that and what we know is that whereas for non-asthmatic people there is a specific part of the immune system that's meant to respond to viruses which is called type 1 immunity for asthmatics the part of the immune system that's meant to respond to parasites seems to also be responding to viruses which is the type 2 immune response and it's that that then causes inflammation in the airways and causes the features of asthma, the tightness, the difficulty breathing and so on. The study we've recently published here shows that there is one specific mediator amongst several others that seems to be activated, that seems to be increased and it is that that can potentially lead to the downstream events that lead to the asthma attack developing.
1: So what is this molecular troublemaker that's making my immune system get bored and give me problems when I get a cold and and how did you find it?
0: There is a molecule called interleukin-25 that is released by the lining of the airway, and that seems to be both in the nasal airway, the upper airway, and the lower airway, the the airway of the lungs. And this airway acts as a barrier to the outside world. It's meant to sort of pick up things that come into it and sort of either reject them or internalise them, depending on what they are. Now, when a virus comes into the airway, this inflammatory messenger, this chemical called interleukin-25, seems to be activated by virus in in asthmatics. And this then triggers a whole series of other events to happen. It it calls in cells that cause inflammation, it calls in other chemical mediators, other molecules that cause inflammation.
1: It calls in all the other troublemakers, basically.
0: Yes. So it's a signaler of inflammation, which shouldn't really happen with virus infections, but it does in, in, in many asthmatics.
1: So you've done this study looking at cells in the lab. Is this definitely going to be the case in, say, my lungs or another asthmatic's lungs?
0: Well, we've measured the responses, as you say, from cells from the lining of the airway in asthmatics and shown that to be different in the response to the lining of the cells from non-asthmatic people. We've shown it in sort of an animal model in, in mice that the, in a mouse model of asthma that the same responses occur. And we've also measured this level, this mediator, in the lining fluid of asthmatics. So we've known from both humans, whilst they have an exacerbation, while they have this infection, this rhinovirus infection, and we know from mouse models, and we know from sort of just taking cells and looking at them under the microscope, that this does occur in all three settings.
1: So now that you know this is happening, what can we do about it? How can we help asthmatics and help avoid these hospitalizations and even these kind of very severe or fatal asthma attacks?
0: We're still at quite an early stage in terms of understanding these processes Once we identify potential targets like this interleukin-25, drug companies can then move forward with trying to develop an antibody, some kind of drug that can block the signalling by that chemical mediator. And if we're able to do that, potentially we then can block the downstream events that lead to the inflammation and this sort of exaggerated response to the common cold that asthmatics develop and return the response to more like a normal person where it really is limited to a runny nose and a sore throat.
1: And we're kind of getting close to cold season and already in my office there's colds going around. Do you have any advice for people with asthma as, as we're heading to this, this prime season for it?
0: I think it's important that asthmatics who do have a history of responding adversely to the common cold need to make sure that they take their regular medication Now, in many cases, these drugs don't actually work that well in stopping the inflammation, but at least if you can try and dampen down some of that inflammation by taking medication properly, that's very important. And of course, if you are somebody, as an asthmatic, who develops common cold-induced asthma attacks, then as soon as you feel a worsening, it's important to see your GP in the first instance if the treatment's not sort of doing its trick. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.